Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This morning on the third hour of today, the buck stops here. Tom Brady is out of the NFL playoffs after a crushing loss to Dallas. But has he played his last game? Again, what the legend is saying about his football future. Then, the future of beauty, thanks to biology. These are just scents I've never smelled before. Dylan takes us inside the lab where they are using science to shake up skincare. Plus, actor Bill Knight, live in studio. His new movie, getting a lot of Oscar buzz and looking back on some of his iconic roles. And winner, winner, chicken dinner, a five-ingredient meal we can make for our families tonight. Today, Tuesday, January 17th. 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. For those of us who had a three-day weekend, fantastic. Good to be back. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We did. Dylan had a great time. Whole team is here. Uh, One team that a lot of people are talking about, Tampa Bay Bucks, and one member of that team Mm -hmm. uh, in particular, Tom Brady. A lot of people. Yeah, I know. It's like enough. Okay, is this his last (laughs) game? Was this his day? It's like blah blah blah. Brady's Bucks lost thirty-one to fourteen. At least it was close to the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) It was the quarterback on the other sideline though who stole the show. Dak Prescott throwing for four touchdowns, running for another. Mm. Dak Dak looked unbelievable last night. Uh, But after the game, Mr. Brady was asked about his future, and he said he is, quote, taking it one day at a time. Uh, this, Smart. by the way, you don't have to make big decisions. That, like, just well, take it one day at a time. It should be pointed. Somebody out. sounds a little defensive. This was Brady's <laughs> well, first career loss to the Cowboys. Oh, wow. Never lost to the Cowboys until last night. Of course, he famously retired with an unretired last year. So, you know, the question some people are asking now is, is he going to come back again? I bad sometimes for athletes when you have to come in and sit down and face questions like that right after mm-hmm. you right lose. After you lose. What are you supposed to say? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's tough. Yeah. But I guess that's why you get paid the big bucks. I don't yeah. know. I mean, he's won seven Super Bowls. Right. Yeah, that's What's true. left? Exactly. And you said, But you saw him at that, that press conference. He seemed deflated. I'm, oh, oh wow. 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 That I'm not going to get into. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'm just going to go. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. I was like, wait, I'll show into the physics of air pressure and temperature. Since we're talking about retirement, yes. okay, it's the topic of the morning here because we are celebrating another Florida resident who has decided to hang up his microphone. Oh, Our oh, 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 Say it ain't so. Goodness. Say it ain't so. It is so. You like beloved isn't even uh, the word yeah, because well, like we need you. a better word than that. You've been a correspondent since 1991. You worked at the NBC station in Miami, um, and I mean, range as a reporter, mm-hmm. like you can show up doing literally anything, and it's like, oh yeah, Carrie's got this. Carrie's well, got yeah. this. Yeah. And I literally, think that's born of curiosity. Well, oh. from day to day, you would do one thing, then another. It's just unbelievable. And no matter what that story was, locations, the challenge, you were always game. So we want to give you a, a look back. <laughs> Just a smidge of this remarkable career. 
Gary Sanders, NBC's resident superhero, crisscrossing the planet at warp speed. Tomato fight! But on Earth... Good morning. Our everyman. No ego. Hey! No fear. I'm not looking down. You haven't even read the Indicorette. Just a guy asking the questions we would have asked. Did you know that he had purchased these weapons? No, I wish I did know. Oh, how he went there. And this is where that garbage winds up, much of it plastic. One day trekking to the far reaches of the globe, and the next? There's more than just cattle, there's a big cat. Discovering magic in our own backyards. We're headed out to the Western Blue Cut. Can I say wow? Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel when you see this plastic? She's standing on her head. <laughs> Introducing us to the most wonderful humans. It's eerie. It's eerie to be here? It is. I feel their presence right now. And you feel like a young rooster. <laughs> Characters we'd never forget. Are we ready? <laughs> and in the field, it was always, why don't we? Or, I've got it. And what if I hang from a cliff, start in a freezer, broadcast underwater, pushing the envelope, keeping us all glued? We have a baby dolphin here that is washed ashore. If he were an opera singer, he'd be the one to hit a high C before belting out a bass note. His range, that vast. Lawyers for Trayvon Martin. Casey Anthony's students are being urged. It's incredibly anxious moments. Always on top of breaking news. This is the third tornado that he has survived at this address. Whoa, that wind is blowing. Weathering over 100 named storms. The military rulers here holding his ground during political turmoil. The fighting has been fierce for two days. And then everything in between. And true to his word in 20 minutes, the pizza guy's here. For three decades, day after day, up with the sun and with us after dark, often wondering, where did this guy sleep? The, the wonderful, wonderful Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Carrie simply never said no. Too much to discover, too many people to meet, too much to tell. One thing that's quite apparent... Just a kid at the start, he joined Team NBC in 1991, but never lost that eagerness, heart, and curiosity. From his first to his very last live shot, it was always clear, Kerry loving every minute of it. I've already run the jackpot in life. Thank you, my friend, for a job well done. For today, Kerry Sanders, NBC News. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh my goodness. Unbelievable. Yes, isn't that amazing? Including Antarctica, and in one of those spots you may have seen, I was, it's not a continent, you guys know, a lot of people don't, North Pole. I Went mean, look at this. all the way up to the North Pole. For your wow. career, wow. do you have, I mean, this is such a loaded question, but do you have favorite moments that you can recall? Favorite moments, oh my God, there's so many, but, uh, you know, we can, we can look at a few because okay. I know that a few were pulled up and okay. one of them was in Australia. You saw me there at the end um, was the Herbert Falls. Okay. So we went in Australia and I got a chance to, they call it abseiling, but I got a chance to rappel oh. down an area, wow. which I later found out was taller than the Empire State oh Building. My oh my and I went on about halfway down and then I was like, okay, I'm ready. You said you'd pull me back up. And See, we went kayaking down a river, oh and of course, gosh. the kayak flipped. The oh camera went floating away. Uh, <laughs> Look and, at that! Uh, yeah.
Yeah, and there we are. We found this set of Survivor. This was at that height of like, oh my God, Survivor's oh, a big deal. Yeah. found it? And we found oh, it. And they my. saw the helicopter and they waved to us and then they realized, oh, like, oh we're the media. They don't want us here. We <laughs> discovered that. Were you ever that. nervous or scared? Like, were you-, uh, you know, I will say that I was scared in the war. And I think mm. the proof of that is, uh, look, I was went, went to many conflicts. Um, but probably when I was embedded with the Marines, yeah. mm-hmm. 2nd Battalion, 8th Marines, who Thank God, you know, I mean, I'm here today because they saved my life and my crew every day, but in many cases. Um, And if you take the, I think it was six, seven weeks that we were together, I lost 17 pounds. And that was worry. That was worry weight. I I burned it right off, you know. And so there you see, here I am in Afghanistan Mm. reporting. And, you know, this was a live war. You know, people talk about Vietnam, the first TV war. That was the first live war. I mean, Mm. one of the NBC engineers, Danny Miller, he was the one who figured out how to take this equipment, which is at the time a satellite dish in the middle of the desert on the back of a military truck and somehow get us live out there. It's remarkable. It's unbelievable. I was looking at some of the things you've done, you know, learning the spirit of Zorba in Greece. You went up with the Florida National Guard and an F-15, jumping into the water and in the North Pole, and then years later in Antarctica. I mean, it just goes on and on and Who on. jumps into the water? In there? I don't know. <laughs> that is we the can't ultimate miss the opportunity. Exactly. So, yeah. It's interesting. Our producers were asking us, they said, you know, they asked us if we have oh. any special carry moments. Um, uh, okay. Oh, my God. I just said that. So here's, here's what I will say. We each have our, our moments, but, you know, I went to make sure, and we already are talking about your coverage of wars, political unrest, um, even the storms. There were times where I would sit here and watch you in a storm whipping around, and we were genuinely. I remember this that is, one time. This is the one I told you to. The, back, this was we just were like worried yeah. your yeah. safety. Yep. But it was on this show. And can I just say, yeah. the cameraman and I couldn't communicate because of the craziness of the situation. Mm-hmm. But the control room could see the shot and where it was. And they were the ones who said, carry back, back up. up. I yes. backed up a little bit, but not far oh enough. My and gosh. your voice was, I was so sincere. I was genuinely concerned yeah. Yeah. for you. Well. So I brought, really quickly, I brought that up because there are so many young journalists out there and people who look up to you. And I remember coming up, and especially in this business in the early days, you have to have a beat, right? So Chanel, they're like, are you going to do education? Are you going to do crime? Are you going to do consumer? And in this business, it's very easy to be put in a beat or in a box. It makes it easier to understand. Pigeonholed. And I've pigeonholed. And I've always tried to kind of push that. And it's hard, especially if you like to have fun. You guys know I like to have a good time. Of course. But then the next moment, you can turn it and be in the middle of a war. And that is a skill set that a lot of people don't have. They can do one or they can do the other, but you could do it all. Well, you are thank living you for that. It's called a range, baby. Dream. Thank you. It, a it, dream. It's been an honor to be part of this family. Oh. I mean, to actually participate and get the chance you know it's one thing to say coach put me in it's another thing to actually have the opportunity to go out there and if you make a mistake you correct it and you move Mm -hmm. on it's not the end we wanted to show a little bit of our appreciation for you um and to do that we we brought in some some special items (laughs) for folks who don't know um (laughs) we hear that you and your wife deborah Mm -hmm. love bicycling yes so we've spent a lot of money oh on these, on these, uh, these cycling helmets. Well, Great. thank you. Hopefully, you guys have some more time to enjoy cycling now. Yes. But we you also do. have take the take the, the cover off that. Okay, that's a beautiful digital picture frame. Oh my God! Thank and it's you. All your filled all with your images things. of oh your God. time that's here. That's in Bhutan, right there. It's, and some of wow. the photos that you've taken. Wow! Um, this is Normandy, France. Yeah. Look at wow. that. Oh my Omaha gosh. Beach. Look at this. And we also wanted to bring in Carrie's favorite cocktail. Oh! Is there a story on on how this became your favorite cocktail? What is well, it? Well, uh, Capriana. 
Capirinha? Capirinha from Ooh. Brazil. Ooh. There we go. Oh, so, I remember the Brazil. That's right. We were in Brazil together. So I did get a chance to go to Brazil uh, many times mm-hmm. for NBC's uh, Today Show doing crazy stories. Some were important in the Amazon. Whoa. Others uh, learning to do capoeira, which is kind of like a Brazilian karate okay. and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And uh, every time the folks would invite me to have a caipirinha. And you can't say no to that. Can't say no to that. I can tell you the Good drink things. I don't like, which is raqui. And oh. this is because cameraman Ray Farmer, oh, I know you've oh, all worked with, yes. was with me in Greece and we were shooting the story on this, not Uzo, but raqui, and they the crew kept saying, we didn't get that. Do it again. We didn't get that. Do it again. <laughs> and you kept I drinking? <laughs> there you go. So I feel like, Al, you should do a toast. Because well, you've um, known this man, you know. Uh, for the best times in difficult times, Carrie Sanders has always been a steady, steady presence. And your your professionalism will continue here after you're gone. Well, thank you very much. Cheers, Cheers to the best. you all has been my Cheers. honor. Cheers. 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 Thank you. And thanks for riding all the roller coasters when I was yes. pregnant. Oh, that's right. I got to sit out a lot, thanks to you. <laughs> Every time it was time to get on a roller coaster, she was magically pregnant. Yeah, there you go. This? Oh, Carrie so, can Karen, do it. Now that you're, you're newly retired, uh, you, you don't play golf, do you? I do not play golf. No. I do Good not. Good Dreyer plays a lot of golf. She <laughs> plays enough for you. And you're about to hit the, the links in oh, Florida. Right. Yeah, I'm actually heading to Florida um, so we can Where? catch a flight together. Down in Orlando. Okay. It's the Hilton Grand Vacations, a tournament of champions. It's, it's kind of the kickoff for the LPGA season. Actually, it's a two celebrities per LPGA player. And we get to play um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It airs on NBC, on the Golf Channel, on Peacock um, this weekend. So I feel like this is something, I, I don't know if I'm cut out for this one. This one's, you know, there's I'll, a little more. I'll carry your clubs. There you yeah, go. There you got time. You've got plenty of time. Carry the caddy. Uh, when yes. you're leaving today, right? I leave today, um, practice round tomorrow, and then the tournament starts on Thursday. All right. So I'm excited. Right. Boondoggles are us. Yeah, I, know, I like right? that. She's playing with, like, real yeah, but there's the also country deal. music stars, yeah, some guys it. from The Bachelor. It's like all, all former I you said stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's so on listen, fire. We mentioned Carrie's <laughs> covered his share of weather stories over the years. Many of them with you, Al. And I heard this this morning. I know it's been it, bubbling, but it's happening it's now. Happening. You have a, a big announcement. We are very morning. excited to announce that uh, we've got a new animated show in the works with PBS Kids. It's called. Look at Weather Hunters. The series helps kids understand the weather with help from eight-year-old weather detective Lily Hunter. Uh, She's got her brother Benny and her uh, big sister uh, Corky. Uh, Mom Dot, who is the producer, and the bumbling dad Al. We should point out. I mean, you know, obviously that's that's a a younger version of you. Yes. Can we see that picture? Is that also Deborah? Is that and your three kids? That's right. They've all asked for residuals. Of course they have. But, but a passion uh, project. Yeah, I said I've, I've been working on this for, for ten years. Even pepper made it. That's right. We got Aww. a little. That's, that's a little cumulus. Did you want? Did you actually want your family <laughs> oh to be God. weather chasers? And you guys? No, they had no interest in that. But <laughs> this family <laughs> does enough. teaching <laughs> weather and STEM. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations. congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Congrats to you, Carrie. Thank you, guys. We're so Thanks, glad we Carrie. can say goodbye in person. Thank you. Very this much. is amazing. All right, coming up, it's it's beauty meets biology. I paid a visit to the science lab where they are experimenting with the future of our skincare routines. This is so so cool. I'll have it for when we come right back. It's pretty dumb. Cheers, guys. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. 
let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This morning, a glimpse into what could be the future of beauty thanks to biotechnology. It's already used to produce things like medical insulin and some foods, but researchers are just now beginning to scratch the surface in the world of cosmetics. Researchers at this lab in Boston are working on the next big thing. Fascinating. In beauty. And it's all made possible through the power of biology. Jasmina Aganovic is the founder and CEO of Arkea Beauty, a startup aiming to build a new sustainable supply chain for the beauty industry using biotechnology. So first things first, what is biotechnology. When you think of a factory, you think of like a big building with equipment and things go in that building and then we use that equipment to make the things that we want. Biotech is basically the same thing except for in this case your factory is a living cell, right? It's a microbe that's making those things. And then you let the microbe do the work. Exactly. With technologies like DNA sequencing, biological engineering, and fermentation, researchers at Arkea are safely growing beauty ingredients in a lab instead of sourcing them from the environment. We have been creating our ingredients by extraction, right, from either animals or plants or even petrochemicals. And each of these things has a footprint. And so biology and biotech presents a perfect antidote to this, which could create better sustainability profiles, um, but also uh, new levels of performance that can get consumers really excited. That excitement extends to beauty powerhouses like Chanel and Olaplex, among others, who already invest in Arkea, which raised $78 million in funding in 2021. If we use rose oil as an example, from a manufacturing standpoint, you need 200,000 petals to make just a few milliliters of rose oil. And so think of the land footprint, think of the water consumption. With biotech, however, you take out all of those variables and you're able to, through a microbe, through a single fermentation, produce what you need and just what you need without all that waste. Give me an example of another area where we could see some of this biotechnology showing up. One area you might be hearing about in the news a lot is sunscreen. So this is strange to say, but fish don't get sunburned. And it turns out they have this molecule that we don't have as humans. And what we're doing is studying that molecule and creating it through fermentation so that we don't have to extract it from fish. 
and looking to bring that to market in sunscreens. I mean, this opens up a whole new way of doing things. So uh, I call biology a new creative tool for the industry. I get even more excited about all the possibilities, many of which we can't even imagine today. Products that remember how to curl your hair in the shower may one day become a thing of the future. Trying to prevent odor? Well, instead of masking it, Arkea has created an ingredient that can shift the smell away. So I have here a few Petri dishes of different kinds of microbes that grow in our underarm area. And some of them cause smell and some of them don't. Oh yes, that, that does smell. Okay. <laughs> and so what we wanted to do is to create ingredients that can make them not smell. So this is what our ingredient technology will ultimately look like that formulators are going to be and already are working with. We're calling Scent Arc. That would go into a stick. Exactly. Just and like that becomes the new deodorant. Exactly. Biotechnologists are even helping to revive elements that are extinct, proving that the possibilities in beauty are endless. So here you're about to smell a fragrance from a flower that no longer exists. So this is a flower that existed in Hawaii. Went extinct in 1910. Oh, that's cool. Not that it went extinct, but. Oh, wow. And that one is my personal favorite. Well, I mean, these are just scents I've never smelled before. And this is all because of what biology enables. Okay. So here's what's really cool. So they use DNA sequencing to tell the microbes smell like this. Mm -hmm. So this is an extinct flower from Hawaii that you've probably never smelled before, but they took the DNA from a sample of that flower that's in a, you know, that's in a library somewhere. And these are scents that have been extinct. This one's from the Midwest. And then this Chanel might know this one. This one is from South Africa. Oh, that is nice. The and scent are, is extinct? The scent, the flower is extinct, but now the oh, scent is not scent. extinct. Oh, that's delightful. Isn't that like really that special? Oh, that's nice. So, Dylan, is there any downside? There are some people who would say, are you messing with And nature? I asked that. I yeah. said, you know, is this go, is this like a Jurassic Park yes, situation yes, here? Yes. And you know, your body is covered in microbes. So the microbes, for example, when you smell, yeah. are microbes that produce a bad smell. Well, we're going to tell those microbes, you know what? Produce no smell at all. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to put in the deodorant. So it's the same microbes, just with a different DNA sequence in it so that it doesn't smell. It's fascinating. Right. It's really cool. And I'll take those two bottles. Next I know. Aren't you I guess I never saw Jurassic Park. Coming, yeah. <laughs> coming up, our series Generation Next. The teenager being honored for her heartfelt words, how she's hoping to bring about change in her community through poetry. We'll be back in just 60 seconds. This morning in our series, Generation Next, a teen from the Bronx who is already making her mark in the world of poetry. She was just named New York City's Youth Poet Laureate. And we met up with her at a place that is so special to her to talk about inspiration, activism, and the future. This is the year that every black girl on the block lets their hair out to speak with the sun. And the concrete sings a gospel tune with two swinging ropes on beat. On the streets of the South Bronx, 18-year-old Stephanie Pacheco can easily find poetry. So has your family always lived in the Bronx? Yeah, for for decades and decades and decades and decades. This place is very sacred for me. So tell us where we are now. We are currently in the Grand Concourse Library. This library is very special to me because it's it's where I grew up. (laughs) But you have to come once in a while. Yeah, I will, I will. 
This library is where she wrote the poem that crowned her New York City's Youth Poet Laureate. This year's 2023 Youth Poet Laureate, it is Stephanie... The competition is a local branch of the National Youth Poet Laureate that made Amanda Gorman a household name. In collaboration with the Urban Word Program, it awards young writers and leaders who are committed to honing their craft and creating change in their communities. What went through your mind when you heard, you know what, congratulations, this is your title? My gosh, I think I still haven't processed the moment. I was just so excited to like be a part of this legacy and be a part of this community of poets. The winning poem called On Surviving House Fires pays homage to her hometown. Tell them how they set our neighborhood on fire and tried to turn us into ash. Then tell them how we coughed through the smoke anyway and survived. What do you want people to take away from that specific poem? It's important to acknowledge trauma and hurt and, and, and violence. And it's also important to acknowledge joy and survival and all the beautiful things that we are because we carry more than just grief. Stephanie started performing poetry only three years ago, inspired by her advocacy work in high school. We have done this before, turned ruin into rhythm. It, it was something about poetry and the delivery of the poets that spoke to people and spoke life into people. like. Nothing else could, it seemed. The issues she cares about most, educational inequity and community access. Funds is something that I worry about and keeping our libraries open, our community centers open and our schools funded. There are people who say these same things, but they're not living it. And it's very clear to me, you've lived it. Yeah, advocacy and activism is, is life's work. We free ourselves. It's work she continues to do and hopes to pass on to the next generation. I want young people who resonate with me and my story and my identity to look at me and know that there is no limit. When you say your story, what's your story? She grew up in the Bronx, wasn't given much, didn't have much, but made something anyway. So may all of our forgotten people know abundance and may every disempowered soul with wrists all bruised and blistered claim their existence to be righteous and take their freedom into their own hands. Oh, wow. Isn't she a jewel? Yes. Stephanie moves on. I got chills there. Stephanie moves on to the regional portion of the National Youth Poet Laureate competition. If she wins the region, she'll be in the running for that coveted national oh, title. Let's so kudos go, to her. And all of the mentors. So yes, all of the people who work with her um, and the mentors. I mean, it is such a wonderful program. Yeah, wow, good deal. Amazing stuff. Well, coming up next, speaking of amazing, award-winning actor Bill Nye is here. We're going to talk about his new movie. Get some. Hey, getting, it's getting hey, some award Bill. show buzz. <laughs> And a look back at Love Actually and so much more as the third hour mm-hmm. continues. Now, I like good. that look. Yeah. A little blue steel. <laughs> oh, this morning we are in the presence of acting royal. I know, we feel it. That's right. The great Bill Nye was a scene stealer as Billy Mack in the 2003 rom-com Love Actually. His new drama that's getting award show buzz is called Living. He plays a 
He plays dedicated civil servant Mr. Williams. But when Mr. Williams learns he has a short time to live, he decides to make big life changes, connecting with one of his former employees. Bill, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Uh, you know, your, your performance landed you a Golden Globes nomination. Script was actually written for you in mind. Was that what made this this project easy to say yes, or was it just the, the quality of the script itself? The quality of the script. It was part of what made it easy to say yes, because it was written by the Nobel Prize winner, Kazuo Ishiguro. Mm. So I must have been very good in a previous life or something because um, but everything about it was attractive it's a great part it's a great script and I was surrounded by assassins mm -hmm. so it was uh, it was a very good situation mm -hmm. and I understand that there's there's a, a scene in the film where, where you show off your your singing voice wow. I mean you belt out this this song called Rowan Tree yeah and this was an important moment for you yeah it was an important mo moment in the story and lucky for me I didn't know but it also turned out to be a very important song for Mr. Ishiguro and his wife Lorna oh. in real life oh. I'm glad I didn't know that at the time because I was under enough pressure anyway. Singing is not really my thing, but uh, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't have to be any good. I just had to be drunk in a bar. <laughs> so, uh, you know. And it's funny to hear you say singing doesn't seem to be your thing. The song that's been in my head all morning is your song from Love Actually. Oh, yeah. um, we'd probably have to pay for it if we sing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but is it true you don't? go back and watch yourself or listen to yourself or I not only don't go back and watch myself I never watched myself in the first place <gasps> I gave it up when I was younger and less complicated to look at I couldn't take it because uh, it doesn't help me and it's no there's no logical sense in it people used to say you got to you got to watch in order to learn mm -hmm. but I learned nothing except that I should do something else for a living <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. so it doesn't really help me you know it's like it undermines me and I, and I have to go to work again and I have what I think is probably un over above average difficulty mm -hmm. persuading myself I can do my job anyway. I don't know how anybody else feels. Mm. And therefore, I don't need hard evidence that I'm in trouble. But what so about not watch. looking to critique yourself or anything? But like, nah. like, what about just to watch a good no. movie? Yeah, I know. Because you're in good movies. Yeah, but it's painful. <laughs> At the moment, for instance, Living has come out in the UK. It's number one across the nation. Everybody, I, my phone is blowing up. You know you're in a hit when you get phone calls from people you're at school <laughs> with or you haven't heard from for 35 years. And yet, if I watch it, all of that is taken away from me. Mm. I mean, it, I, mean wow. I, know, I know it doesn't make any sense, but no. it's just That's for just real. Because, so it's a practical consideration. You know what's a warm hug is getting on a plane and finding love actually on the flight well, <laughs> and just watching it all over again. I can't believe it's been 20 years. I know. Neither can Did I. Did you know it was going to be this special? I mean, it stands the test of time. Well, I knew it was going to be a hit probably because it was Richard Curtis. Sure. It came on the heels of Four Weddings and mm -hmm. Notting Hill. Yep, yep. But I, I don't think anyone was prepared for the way that it's entered the language. And it's become a tool for people. People mm -hmm. use it for all kinds we of things. We did a holiday promo with posters. Yeah. I mean, yep. you know, yeah, yeah. Are people dressed? Up. I've been my big uh, the big threat in my life is hen parties. Do you have hen parties here? No. You know, well, we have hen or stag parties. Oh, sure, sure. They, they chase me down the street. I'm sort of perfect hen <laughs> oh, party. Got it, got it. But the big news it. was that when we did a revival for charity, we did Richard wrote six little sketches to see where those characters mm -hmm. might be now. I could still get into the trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Most That's important. Good. I'm still trying to get over the fact that you don't watch yourself. I love watching me. But yes. well, <laughs> it does. That's true. Uh, Bill, You're the movie is terrific. And the, 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 nobody will be confusing you with Bill Nye the Science Guy. Mm -mm. Uh, well, no, not yet. No, <laughs> I have met Bill Nye the Science Guy. Really? Have I you? Was in, I was in a restaurant in New York, and the maitre d' came over and said, the other Bill Nye is in the building. <laughs> Would you like to say hi? And he came over and said, hi. we had a picture taken. It was nice. That's, oh, that's fantastic. The okay. movie Living, terrific. It is out right now. Thanks for being here. Thank you. My and it is special. Uh, coming up, our series Life Lessons. We're going to hear from a woman who left a Hollywood career to pursue a mission to help people 
heal their souls. Mm. We'll explain when we come right back. Get a smorgasbord this morning. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. This morning in our Life Lesson series, a former Hollywood agent turned doctor. She's helping people find happiness through healing. Dr. Elisa Hallerman has written a book, and it's called Soul Briety, a plan to heal your trauma, overcome addiction, and reconnect with your soul. Mm. And she is with us this morning. We're so excited to have mm-hmm. you. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, I mean, let's let's start from the, the Hollywood talent agent life that you had. Yes. And then all of a sudden, you're, you're battling this addiction behind closed doors. And a lot of folks probably didn't even realize it. When did you realize it? When did you realize you had, you had some sort of problem? Very quickly... It went from being fun and social to feeling dark and not normal Mm. and really isolating and uncomfortable. Um, And I knew that something was wrong with me and I knew that I couldn't stop and I didn't know why. What was your vice? I was a cocaine, champagne kind of girl, Mm -hmm. but I dabbled in pretty much anything that was available. And for me, it wasn't, I didn't know that I had addiction or alcoholism. And I think that's the problem that most people suffer with. You don't know, you're trying to drink normally, you're trying to behave accordingly, and it gets away from you. And so I really wasn't aware until I was able to ask for help and reach out, Mm -hmm. and someone pointed me in the right direction. So you're pointed in the right direction, you start the healing process, Mm -hmm. you're hitting these milestones, but you're not happy. What, what did you discover about yourself even after you beat addiction? So I'd been sober about five years, I talk about. And what happened was I hadn't done the underlying trauma work. And I talk about it as growing down. And I hadn't yet discovered what lied underneath the symptoms of mm. addiction. Mm-hmm. And inevitably, that's a lot of other psychological work that we still need to do. Well, this segment is called Life Lessons. So let's pivot now to the lessons. Then you coined this term. It's called soul sobriety. You just talked about growing down. What do you mean by both of those things? So sobriety is a set of tools and practices that allows you to reconnect with your soul. 
And essentially, I use the soul journey as a way to sort of see where you are on that journey and orient yourself accordingly. Mm-hmm. Growing down is, if you imagine out, what we're trying to do is connect our unconscious with our consciousness. And so in order to do that, we have to grow down. Mm. Um, spiritual, becoming spiritual is a little bit more of an outer experience Mm -hmm. where we're connecting to something outside of ourselves. But instead, we're growing down almost like roots of the tree. Mm -hmm. And when something traumatic happens, we're cut off or we're broken apart from those roots and essentially left with a gaping hole Mm -hmm. that we try to fill with drugs and alcohol. So so how do you have a sense that you're achieving soul-centered wellness? Mm. Oh, that's a great question. Mm. For me, when I'm in a place where I feel really connected, I have that felt sense of home and peace, Mm -hmm. awe, if you will. And also that soul-centered connection really is about being comfortable and allowing the darkness that we encounter in our life through grief, through grief or loss yeah. or heartbreak, to really be there and consent to having that pain, mm-hmm. but really be able to make meaning of it. Mm-hmm. Get Dr. Hammond, it. thank you. No, thank you good. so much. Soul Bridey. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you so much. Interesting. Well, coming up next, as we take a little turn, all you need, five ingredients and less than an hour, and dinner is served. We'll show you how when the third hour of today continues. Elena Besser. <laughs> we are back with our Today Table series. Recipes with lots of ingredients can be intimidating and time-consuming, especially on a weeknight. So this morning, we have a five-ingredient dinner that is healthy, easy, and delicious. So here to help us cook it is chef and TV host Elena Besser. Good morning. Good morning. Five ingredients. What are we Uh, making? We are making a deconstructed chicken salt in boca. So I don't know if you ever had veal salt in boca before, but it is a delicious thin piece of veal with crisp prosciutto and Mm -hmm. crispy sage on top of it. Usually it's secured with a toothpick, but in my opinion, that's too much work. So instead, we're just going to crisp up prosciutto in Uh a skillet until it looks just like this. Put on a paper towel lined plate, and we're going to do the same thing with sage. And sage has a nice woodsy Mm. floral flavor, which feels really great for fall. And when you fry it, it gets ultra crispy and mellows out the intensity of the herb itself. So Mm, once this is all done, we chop it on up um, and we'll get back to that in a second. But here are our beautiful chicken cutlets, a nice chicken breast. You're going to pound these down. We're going to pound them down until they're really thin. I'll spare everyone the noise, but this is also really therapeutic. Did you lose I don't have a pounder. What do I? If you, a, a little pounder. mallet. The, if you need to get your anger out, or yeah. if you don't have one of these, you can she use a like a rolling pin. skillet or the back of a rolling pin. That's right. Exactly. Could you, you use boneless, uh, skinless chicken thighs you if you want? You could use boneless, skinless chicken thighs as well. Those actually would probably be easier to break okay. down. And if you don't feel like pounding it out, you can also turn it into a little cutlet by just filleting it with a knife. 
Okay. Salting so your chicken? We salt our chicken, of course. We want to hit it with a really nice amount of salt and freshly ground black pepper as mm-hmm. well. And then you want to make sure it's on both sides. But what I'll do sometimes is I'll hit it with one side, put it into my hot sizzling skillet with and a little bit of And you should let the chicken oil. get to room temperature? You definitely, Al, you know Wait, all the how, Why is that? You want to get it to room temperature so it can cook evenly Ooh. and so it can get a really That's nice yummy. crust on the outside. Okay. That is super so how long here. This is about three minutes per side, three to four minutes. This and is the simplest dressing ever. So easy. It? Olive oil, lemon juice, and salt. That's What's it. The and if you, I always do two to one, two parts fat to one part acid. Some people like doing three to one, but two I like when fat. things are nice and bright mm-hmm. and acidic. Okay. So you're going to That's add yummy. that into a mason yeah. jar, shake it up. It's if you light. don't feel like adding it to a mason jar and getting dishes dirty, you could also just put that it right over mean, the right. top of this arugula. And you're just doing arugula, just which I love. Just easy arugula, yeah. nice nutty flavor. And guess what? We're also adding in that chopped up crispy oh. sage and prosciutto to this mm. salad. Have it tossed together one more time. And then we pop that right on top mm. of these luxurious cutlets. Don't you feel like you're at a restaurant with this? Yes. Nice. And, and then do, this is easy, too. Like, we oh, can yeah. actually make this. So Ooh. easy, right? And then for a little extra flair, you just drizzle it with some glazed balsamic. And this is there delicious. you have it. A little flaky sea salt. Easy peasy. And if you had an extra, squeezy, am I you right? had some extra. That'd make a great sandwich for the next oh, day. Oh, yeah. 100%. Get a couple a of tomatoes. Get maybe throw a tomato on there. Love Al, you're tomato. speaking my language. This is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Alina, thank you. Thank you. And here's the beauty of it. You can buy all of the ingredients from this recipe by scanning the QR code or head to today.com slash table. The sage is nice. Mm. That's the thing you cook with things I, have, I don't really cook with. It's that. Oh, we should mention today earns a commission from yeah, purchases. Okay. We'll be right back. Yeah, it's like a different flavor mm. profile. It's, it's really good. good. Like, it's a fun woodsy element. I'm, I'm into it as well. I'm happy. <laughs> She's still in the feeling the effects know, of the drink like, from earlier. Before we go, February is Black History Month. Oh, this is our idea. Okay. We want to highlight the trailblazers and local heroes in communities across the country. Full disclosure, I call our producers. I'm like, can we do this? And mm-hmm. they said, absolutely. Great idea. So we're making it happen. Here's the deal. If you know someone who is making a difference, head to today.com. Share their story for the chance to be featured on our show, Trailblazing and Black History. All right. Coming up tomorrow, giving your living space a clean sweep. We'll have a... Have a good day. Have a good one. Great day. Hey, it's Mel Robbins. Let's cut to the chase. There is a change you want to make right now, but you're waiting to feel motivated. You don't need motivation. You've got me. You can change your life anytime you want. And when you're ready, the Mel Robbins podcast is here to help you with inspiration and simple science-backed tools to help you create a better life. Listen to me and you'll feel motivated, all right. Listen and follow the Mel Robbins podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.